how to live longer. We've got six strategies on what you can do to really enjoy good health for decades. Thanks for listening to the Dollar Saving Divas. If you have ideas for an upcoming episode, we would love to hear from you. Just head to our Facebook page at facebook.com slash dollar saving divas, CBUS, and share your comments. Okay, so we know that eating nutritious diet, exercising regularly, and sleeping a solid seven plus hours a night can add years to your life. But what else can you do? So six lessons for life lengthening strategies that can help you stay vibrant and into your 80s and 90s. Oh, we need to we need to post right. these everywhere. Yeah, the first one: turn stress into your ally. Okay. Okay. Let's figure out how to do that. Stress increases inflammation, a sign of aging. Okay. Really? Because I thought inflammation is what, like, like the wrinkles around your eyes is because you're getting less inflammation. Yeah. Because that, that's like, why you get fillers put in. Exactly. You're puffing it up. Botox, baby. Okay. Uh, just as bad. It shortens your telomeres, the longevity promoting DNA caps that protect the ends of your chromosomes from deteriorating. I still think Botox is best. Much like little plastic caps on the end of your shoelaces prevent fraying. Oh, that's a nice analogy. Chromosomes are DNA molecules tucked inside your nucleus of every cell, but every time chromosomes copy themselves, which they do repeatedly, telomeres shorten naturally until eventually they're too short to protect your DNA. Stress accelerates the process. In other words, the length is in one indication of your biological age. Mm. Uh, that's been lost amid all the scary stress news is something remarkably positive. Uh, so this one woman at the Director of Aging and Metabolism and Emotion Center at the University of California, uh, the book, The Telomere Effect. If you change your mindset about stress, it can actually protect your telomeres. Really? It's all about framing stressful situations as challenges instead of threats. Research shows that stress often evokes a mix of challenge and threat, but those who feel more challenged than threatened tend to have longer telomeres. So the next time you start feeling those heart-pounding, high-alert, frantic sensations, tell yourself if it's your body gearing up to give you plenty of energy to tackle the challenge you're facing. You can even say to yourself, self, <laughs> I'm excited. This is good. You may still feel some worry and anxiety, but if you can tip the scales towards a more positive, positive view, you'll benefit. Okay. Another thing you can do is, is obviously prevent injuries. Well, of course we want to prevent injuries. Um, but a lot of times people will um, get out of their routine. Like if they have an injury, a small injury, they'll get out of their routine of, of working out. And then once mm -hmm. you get out of a routine, it's hard yeah, to get back it into it. And I, and I have to say that during the whole coronavirus thing, when I couldn't go to the club and work out, it's been more difficult to get back into it. Um, not just because, you know, you're wearing masks and all that, but just that it was like, you know, I was used to doing it and right. it was literally part of my routine. But now what they're saying is people also develop, um, you have to uh, lower back pain for, from weak abs and knee pain from weak quadriceps. So um, it says, a doctor said muscle imbalances like these impair your movements. So they make exercise more painful and injuries more likely. And that makes sense. So I think you need to ease into some of these things and get back into yeah. them again. Um, also, they talk about um, a standing desk. And I know my daughter well, those has- Those are so much more popular. Oh my gosh. At, at her it office, when she was in her office, they actually asked her, do you want a standing desk? So she got a standing desk as well as a sitting desk, which, because they saw it as a, as, 
as being healthy. Mm-hmm. And because also that kind of movement and standing, it, which I've just now stood up straight, uh, because they <laughs> improve your posture so you don't get blown. posture, yes. Um, they also suggest putting a sticky note on your computer screen to remind you to sit up straight, keep your shoulders back, tuck your chin slightly so your neck aligns with your spine and breathe deeply. They also recommend um, energizing uh, move adapted from what is that? Quig gong. Do you know what that is? No. Every hour or so, stand up straight and inhale deeply into your belly. As you slowly exhale, gently bounce from your knees, shake your wrists, and waggle your arms. Woohoo! I think that sounds weird. Um, the blood pools and the muscle, what is that? Musculoskeletal. I didn't think it has more than three syllables. I can't say. Becomes <laughs> tense when you sit too long. So shaking out. Your body stimulates blood flow and relaxes clenched muscles. Does having sex do that too? <laughs> I just thought I would add that. I was just wondering. I just was wondering. What was that little thing I kept seeing on the advertisement? It almost looked like a white flat egg, and you put it here at the base. Oh, yeah. Like in between your two shoulder blades or something, and it would remind you. I don't know how. I haven't used it. I, no, I don't know anyone that has it. But like to sit up straight. How would you think? Huh? I don't know. Was it shock you like the dog collar? For yeah. The invisible vet? That's all I That's need. it. We just all wear a bunch of dog collars. <laughs> all right. Another one. I'm going to say this wrong. Embrace Ikeajai. That's why you have it, not me. Ikea. I know. <laughs> Thank you. This Japanese term roughly means reason for being. It's I K I G A I. I have reason for being. <laughs> it's a core trait. Japanese. <laughs> I don't know. It's a core trait of people in many blue zones. I found this interesting. A term made popular by Dan, Dan Butner, um, author of The Blue Zones, uh, used to describe geographic regions that are home to some of the longest living people around the world. In many blue zones, people's lives are imbued with purpose. People who have purpose are more likely to take their medications, stay physically fit, eat healthy, and stay engaged mentally and socially. He goes on to say that a lot of stress comes from being rudderless in life. So having no purpose. So having this purpose gives you a ballast on hard times, like when a loved one dies or you lose your job. To find your Ikea Jai, try this. Divide a sheet of paper into three columns. Devote one column to each of these lists. Ten things that describe your values, for example, family first, protecting animals. Ten things you love to do, such as reading or completing triathlons. And then the third column is ten things you're good at. So organizing or listening, yeah, caring for others. Don't overthink it. Just jot down stuff. Then draw circles around the ones that are similar. Identifying commonalities can point you towards what fulfills you most and how you should be spending your time. It's nice if you find a sense of Ikea Jai in your career, but if you don't try to find it in your free time, whether it's by volunteering an organization you believe in, carving out time for your favorite hobby, we all do better when our lives are infused the things that lights us up. The fourth one is be kind. You've probably heard that people who do volunteer work way live longer and evidence that kindness matters. Um, it's, I think that's uh, totally true. It says, um, and there was a study they, they did at the University of Miss- Michigan that found that providing emotional support to a spouse as well as practical support like running errands and doing other tasks for friends, neighbors, and relatives was associated with a reduced risk of dying, possibly because those acts of kindness increased positive emotions, which are good for heart health, which, I mean, 
That makes sense. There's just a lot of studies on things like that. But I just think being kind anyway, if you're going to be kind or not, I mean, that's just, to me, that's kind of like common sense kind of stuff. It's just kind of like, you know, have a cup of coffee with your girlfriend every, you know, set a schedule of things that you're going to do and be around people and just, just do that. Or, you know, volunteer to help people. I have a girlfriend who she volunteers once a week and goes to like a nursing home and, and paints their ladies nails. I just think that's, that's very sweet. sweet. And she says, she goes, and she gets the benefit of listening to all their stories. Oh, sure. So I think that's kind of cool. Well, and find your tribe. One reason people in blue zones achieve notable longevity is that they have strong social connections. By the time you're in your 40s, however, you might not live near your old friends, and it can be surprisingly hard to make new ones. It helps to get out of your comfort zone. Join a hiking club, take a ceramics class, start a dinner club. When you meet someone you'd like to get to know better, ask them if they'd like to get together for coffee or a walk sometime. It's hard for most of us to put ourselves out there, but most people are flattered by the offer. They like to be appreciated. If you're reluctant to take that first step, remind yourself that loneliness can be as deadly as smoking. Not for some people that I know. (laughs) A low-grade rejection, on the other hand, never killed anybody. Well, don't knock aging. And I have to say that, you know, when you're young... Um, if you have a positive attitude toward aging, um, it can affect how healthy you remain as you get older and influence how long you live. Um, and I think, you know, as I get older, I mean, I appreciate that I think I'm in pretty good shape right. and um, that I try to take care of myself as best as I can. And I think that it really, it's, it's as they say, you know, it's all in your mind. I think it is a lot mm-hmm. of it, you know, because it's where they say you can be heart healthy and you can do all these things. If you do, just, I mean, it's not like you have to give up everything and not do things, but just, I think they say that, you know, imagine yourself if you were, what you're going to be like when you're older. And it's kind of like, oh, I am older right now. So it's like, I'm not hunched over. I'm not walking with a cane. So it's like, I think I'm doing okay. So, you know, don't knock it till you try it because it's going to happen no matter what. You're going to get a little older. So I think that those are some good tips though. Yes. It's pretty, pretty much, you know, how to live longer, but I'm not doing meditation and I'm not doing yoga, just so you know. <laughs>